welcome to the Black Cat Broadcast, your independent Sunderland podcast. So, as of yesterday, the Premier League fixtures have been released and we have found out Sunderland's calendar for next year. Obviously, we have pre-season before that, but we're going to be discussing their fixtures for this season and how we think they'll do, as well as the rumoured pre-season and the confirmed pre-season for this season. Yep. Okay, so pre-season. Yes. What are our plans for pre-season? Uh, we've got a game at Hartlepool, mm-hmm. which will be will be good. We uh, if we don't win it, I'm stopping supporting football forever. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Well, no, we, uh, we've got the Hartlepool game as you've just said, and we've got the Rotherham game. Yeah. And yeah, both teams that are in leagues below us. I think I think it's Rotherham that are in Championship. Rotherham's in the Championship, but they're bad. So. <laughs> And Hartlepool are in League 2, am I right in saying that? League 2, League 2. So we've got both those games and obviously we're expecting to make it out to the Hartlepool game. Um, if plans go according. Yep. And I reckon it's a good game to warm up with. Maybe we'd have preferred a team in a higher league considering that it's getting us ready for the season. But again, it's getting us ready for the season so it doesn't matter. I mean, as long as it's getting us ready for the season by us winning and having some confidence, I don't mind. Uh, Rotherham games should prove to be a challenge because I don't think we've lost against them a lot. I had these figures down and I've lost them, but I don't think we've lost against them that much, but a team in the championship is going to be considerably harder than a League 2 team, obviously, and if we lose, I feel it'll knock our confidence a lot before the season. Uh, because there's a lot of championship teams that we don't like. Newcastle. Um, All but, of them. Well, yeah. Um, but we have plans <laughs> We have plans for training in pre-season. So we are going yeah. over to Austria to train. Yeah, and France. And France. Well, we had a rumour pre-season in France, but I don't know what's actually happening with that, so I don't know if that's going ahead. Uh, we'll find out. And sure. we also have a rumoured game against Dundee United, which... It's rumoured for when I'm on holiday, so unfortunately I don't think I'll make it out to that if it's true. But no, we've got yeah. rumoured pre-season France and rumoured pre-season against Dundee United, and I would assume only one of them would be true because I don't think we play more than the three pre-season games. Oh, we had more than three last year. Yeah, but we flew over to America, didn't we? We had oh, we had about five million last year, and we lost all of them. <laughs> Bit bad. Um, no, we we won one, but like it's not very good for a start of a season. So, training abroad, I think, will be very beneficial for us because obviously you're training for all types of weather. And, you know, I think the the way that the end of the season went this season, it's very beneficial for us to work on our team bonding and have a training session together. However, I think that we need to bring in a lot more players pre-season. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but yeah, pre-season is just rumoured. There's a few bits and pieces here. They'll be covered in later podcasts, obviously, because if we go to the Heart of the Pill game, we'll do bits on that and stuff. But pre-season is going to be vital for our season we have this year. And yeah, obviously, like Sam has mentioned to the media, he thinks that the trip to America was a complete and utter shambles last year. Uh, yeah. So, hopefully we can... I'd still like to have pre-season abroad, maybe, for the team, because I think that would be beneficial. But, I mean, it's not essential. 
Yeah, I think as long as we keep confidence high, that's more important than anything. So, if we get on to the league, obviously, um, finished 17th last year, yeah. scraped out of the relegation zone, considering the fact that we were in it for most of the season. We were in the relegation zone longer than Villa were. I didn't know that. It was only like 12 days longer or something. Yeah, it wasn't much longer, but we were still in it longer because we were in it like most of the year until we pulled ourselves out of it. Yeah, and then we obviously managed to relegate Newcastle and... <laughs> uh, it's just such a wonderful feeling. Uh, we managed to relegate Newcastle oh, and we managed to relegate Norwich who always looked like they were going down, especially after that Manchester yeah. United loss near the end of the season. Um, it's quite nice though that that was in our own hands. It wasn't really, yeah. It wasn't really a thing that happened because of Newcastle, and it wasn't really a thing that happened because of Norwich. It was, it was us, finally taking the potential we have and using it to get in a tenth consecutive Premier League. So this season is going to be a big one for us. Big Sam is obviously hoping not to engage in a relegation battle this season and. I can honestly see him doing that if we bring in the right players. Yeah. But I think that he is... He's trying to reform the squad, I think, but he's doing it in a way that it's not completely disruptive. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we've already got rid of four players in what is this beginning of pre-season. So we're not extending the contracts of Stephen Fletcher, Danny Graham, Wes Brown, and... Yeah. Someone else. Someone else. Um, it's clearly they're irrelevant or else we'd remember. Yeah. So we're not extending their contracts. We are also rumoured to be getting rid of the guy that plays for Italy. Don't know his name. Jack Arini. Yeah, him. Uh, I mean... I mean, as long as he's hiked up his price a bit with that goal, I don't really mind. Just let him go. I mean, I can't him. really speak from because I've not been a Sunderland fan long enough to say I've ever seen him play or yeah. I'm not going to lie didn't know he existed until the Euros started <laughs> um, but no that oh, just shows he's a, how he's a really good he's a really good footballer but he's not suited for the Premier League because he's good if you're in a league where you can hold up the ball and move it around really easily but the team that we are in the league that we're in the teams are closing us down like that and he doesn't work well under that that kind of I game I think it was rumoured though that Chelsea might snatch him up and if he do, if they do fair play to them because we don't need him right fair play to them it's a waste of bloody money well no the way they play it wouldn't be that it, it would be much different to us yeah but would he would he get into the squad though I mean I don't think he would regardless I don't really care but no yeah as I long think, as he's away from our squad I think there's a few players we'll get rid of like um, I reckon we'll keep Pickford and we'll keep Minoni. Oh yeah. And then Yeah, those are staying. I've heard rumours that um I've heard rumours that Kirchhoff will be signing a longer deal with us. But they're only rumours at this point. Yeah. Um rumours <laughs> that Lawson's allowed to go. Um Jermaine Defoe was obviously signed till 2019 with us and I reckon that might be one of his last contracts because I don't see him playing oh, longer yeah, than 38-ish. 
and yeah, he's old. We've obviously had PVA sign a longer contract with us as well. So, God bless. as much as I have slighted PVA throughout the season, <laughs> and I think you've done your fair share of that too, he's become such an improved. Uh, he's become yeah. such an improved defender, and I think that it is essential that we start. I think our problem is that we we never have plans for a consistent squad and the fact that Sam yeah. has come in and after a few games he has had a squad that has played or been our starting 11 for yeah. X amount of games Unch- unchanged unless there w- was absolutely essential through like injuries or whatever he's got a squad now that he likes and if we, if we can get Yedlin back and we can get Envia back that squad's going to be pretty solid I think our and main focus. Even better I think our main focus is though keeping our back line and if like you said, if we get those players back, play that consistent back line. I think we have a midfield that has a lot of um, a lot of talent that just hasn't worked well together in the past. And I think that if Big Sam works out the right formation, we have a midfield that can be changed about but also doesn't affect our game. And then I think I have, I have a feeling you'll bring in a striker. But I think if he does, yeah. Jermaine Defoe's still going to be our number one. Yeah. But um, but we need someone in case something happens to Defoe or, like, if we decide to change up our formation. And now that Defoe's getting old, he might not be as reliable. He's obviously still one of the best strikers, but we might need someone. Yeah, and I'm thinking that, obviously, we had Toivon in and we had Endoy this season and... I mean, considering they were both on loan, they were both appalling for us. Like, I wouldn't want them back in our team at all. But I'm, I'm no. That just shows that we don't have, we don't have the strikers, and we need a backup because we're relying too much on loans for it. Yeah. But obviously, that's all coming through preseason. Can all be discussed at a later date. Yeah. But for now. Premier League 2016-17. Let's talk a bit about the teams we're going to face and okay. how we're going to deal with them. So, if we do it in alphabetical right. order, yeah. our first one that we would be facing would be Arsenal, or debatable, it would be AFC Bournemouth, but we'll go with Arsenal. I will <laughs> fight Bournemouth for having that AFC in front of their name. I hate it. It's Arsenal first. Okay, Arsenal. So... We were looking a bit into this and obviously we have we have an all right record against them. It's not terrible, it's not great. Yeah. I mean, we've got 49 wins against them, we've got 41 draws and we've lost 60. So we've only lost 10, 11 more than we've won. Which yeah. is big in football, but it's not that bad, I don't think. I mean... All of these win-draw-loss ratios that we have have to take into account the fact that it goes back to, like, the 1900s when we were an amazing team. And we could beat pretty much everyone. And then, so we had a big financial thing happen in, like, the 60s, I think it was, and we, we just got a bit crap. And that's where we are now. But, I mean, it's not a bad ratio. I mean, it's not like they completely destroy us every time we make them. I mean, obviously last season we played them away first and we did have a pretty poor time, got beaten 3-1. Yeah. 
it's not yeah. really the well it was to be expected but it's not really what we would have wanted obviously yeah but we haven't won against them away since 2002 exactly so yeah, yeah yeah there's not much you can expect from us going away to them anymore you, you go into that game thinking if we can get a draw that's good if we win it's an absolute miracle exactly yeah but i think that for a team that came second in the Premier League last year, can in our run towards the end when we were really, really battling relegation, to get a nil-nil draw at home in a game that we deserve to win, and honestly, I can say that with full confidence, we deserve to win that yeah, game. We to get a nil-nil draw against them is absolutely phenomenal, considering that they were second and we were, I think we were... 19th at that point because Newcastle had won a game and gone back in front of us yeah it might have been 18th but we were definitely still in the relegation zone we were in the relegation zone yeah so obviously we haven't beat them at home since the 2012 FA Cup but like you said we drew well like I said we drew at home this year so if we play like that again I can see us maybe pulling a win this season. Yeah. Because we play them on October 29th, so kick off the season the way we ended it, I see it happening. Yeah. And then obviously we've got until April 22nd to try reflect on how we can play them away. Yep. Um, away is always going to be more difficult. Well, for away, we'll probably always try for the draw but you never know how it's going to I go. just think that we're going to try for the draw yeah but with the changes that Big Sam has made to our squad I honestly think that we can become a team again if he becomes a consistent manager and we perform as well under him this season as we did last we have a consistent manager that can help us start aiming for wins again in games that we would have yeah. to aim for draws because I think that um, as you've noted here the recent losses we've had have been by more than two goals so we've yeah. been beaten three times around 3-1 once 2-0 and once 4-1 so they're all yeah. pretty shocking losses but I think the issue that we have there is we let a goal in and we panic and we don't know how to control it but, and we let more in but I think that I think if we can hold them a lot, I think a lot of the draws that I looked at I can't remember because I don't have the things up on hand but a lot of the draws that we kept them to were like 1-1, nil-nil draws. If we can keep them to nil-nil draws, that's perfect for us. I think... And then we have to go on the break. Yeah, but I think, though, that that as well is where Big Sam comes into play because he's a character He's a character that's coming to manage us and he's very much about the mentality of players. And like he's pointed out towards the end of the season, yes, the atmosphere in the stadium alight. Obviously the atmosphere is going to be very beneficial to the home team if we're playing away, but the atmosphere in the stadium of light is um, it's very pushing towards our players and it helps them play better, but I think that even when we go down Big Sam knows what to say at half time to get us to yeah. keep our heads up and keep playing for it even though we feel like we've let it go. Yeah, one of the best things about going away as well with our team is the fact that our away support is incredible. If we do something good, they're going to know about it. Exactly, like, we are a bottom-of-the-league team and, you know, in recent years we always have been, but 
we consistently sell out 18, 19 away games. And I think it's yeah. phenomenal. It's, it's incredible. It's, re- it's really nice that the fans are so passionate about the club that they'll go. I mean, like you said, or like at the end of the season, I understand they had nothing to play for. Um, but on our last home game of the season, Everton fans, there was about 50 of them there. Yeah, there was no there one. Was no they, they took they took allocation back and gave it to the uh, to the home fans because just nobody was wanting to go. Exactly, and like, but and then for us, we went away at Norwich and we we're like, yeah, we've got nothing left to play for. No, that was we're Walford. A team of twenty one. That's what I meant. <laughs> uh, the team of twenty one year olds or whatever. But we still sold out the away end, and we just made it into a party. Exactly, like Everton obviously were boycotting their manager, and they were yeah they weren't having a very good time and stuff but if that was us we'd show support for the lads and I think that that's what's so special about our club yeah I mean you have to be pretty special to support a club like Sunderland and I'm not saying that in a horrible way I'm saying that in a way that there's so much frustration comes out of supporting them but when a good thing happens it's absolutely amazing yeah so Arsenal I'd say we're aiming for I'd say we'd aim for a win this season at home and maybe a draw away because yeah. playing like we played um, playing like we played at home at the end of this season where we deserved the win I I think it's I think it's plausible to say we could get the three points out of that yeah I think so if we play that way then we'll be fine but um, so if we move on, we have Bournemouth next. Yeah, we haven't played them much because they've no. not really been in the Premier League. But no, we've just never met up against them really. They've positively recently, recently come up. Yeah, positively, we have um, four wins against them, three draws and a loss, mm-hmm. which shows that we should be getting the three points. Yeah. From both games. Yeah. Yeah. How I mean last season last season was the loss and the draw. Um the loss was when we were still under Dick Abracat. Which says a lot. Like Dick didn't have any hope for the team at that point anymore. He hadn't got what he wanted in the summer and he couldn't make the team work. So I'm not surprised that we lost against them, especially with it being an away game. The home game, though, um, that was under Sam, yeah? Yes. I think was the home game um, one of the ones where it was one of Sam's first? No, I think the away game was in about January or something like that. The home game. That's what I meant. (laughs) Yeah, so... Even so, it was a... When he just come back, right? Like just sort of. Yeah. Like, he's obviously a, only had his first. It was, it was still in the phase where he was trying to sort out the club, I think. Yeah. Um, and we got a draw there, which, again, you can't reflect too much on the season because it was a really poor one for the club until the end. But. Yeah. Like I said, you've only matched up against them eight times in the past. You can't really reflect on how we do against them as a club, apart from the fact that obviously we've got four four wins, but that's that's four games against a club that's 
recently up into the Premier League. Yeah, a lot of the uh, matches that we had before they were in the Premier League were from the 80s or something, so it's not even like we can go much on them anyways. Yeah. Um, like you said, recent meetings haven't been that great, but again, this season, pretty poor. Um, again, you can blame that on Dick Advocate as well because like you said he had no hope for the team and there was no ambition I think when Sam came in obviously January if it, that was when we played them that was still in the middle of the transfer window he was still bringing in players like Jan and uh, he was still trying to get the team about didn't have a consistent team at that point so I think this season we should aim for the six but there's always room to improve in this and I think the six points would be ideal again like like Sam said this season I think that if we can get if we can start off the season the way we ended it um, we can get to 38 points and I think we'd be safe yeah because I think more points than games is always the point where you get safe I think about yeah about 38 points and you're normally pretty safe and I think that I think that under the management we have this season, of course, subject to change because this has been recorded before like the whole transfer window opens and everything, but under the management we have, I honestly think we should just be aiming for wins in all of our games this season, regardless. Yeah. Like, obviously you should do that anyway, but I think that it's feasible to do that. I mean, last season we couldn't do that. There was teams where we were like, we're going to go into this and we're going to lose. Definitely. But this season, I think, just try and be positive. We've got Big Sam. We've got a good team. We can do it. We've got if we we've got a consistent starting eleven, and I think that's the key thing for the whole season. Yeah. If we can keep those players that we need the most. And honestly, after the end of last season, I wouldn't be surprised if we could keep most of them. Yeah. Um. So we can keep them I think we'll have a positive season but that said there's still teams that I think we can beat um, outright and one of them is Burnley yes um, so Burnley is obviously newly promoted into the Premier League yeah um, bit of a yo-yo club yeah bit of a yo-yo club they came first in the championship so pretty worthy team to come up obviously didn't come up through yeah. like playoffs or anything we kind of expected Burnley to be back because they only went down the season before anyways yeah um, although they've lost obviously their key, one of their key players uh, Joey Barton he's gone to Rangers Scotland don't really want him but we're not going to talk about well, I mean neither does England I know but we're not going to talk about does. the fact that I don't want him in my country but um, <laughs> we have a good win record against them we do have you ever been to a Burnley game yes uh, yes yes I went to the one season before last and probably some of the other ones if they were in the Premier League <laughs> and I was going there how do we perform against them normally since I can't judge if I've not seen them I can't remember the last match I went to, never mind the Burnley match. <laughs> um, I, we're normally pretty decent against Burnley. Uh, they're not a great club. They're norm- normally they are around where we are, but in like the last 
the last few years, since like 2003, we've only uh, lost one game against them. In fact, we've only lost one game against them since the 70s. That's not bad Which then. Which is like... pretty good. A lot of them are wins, decent amount of draws, but anything that's not a loss is good. I mean, obviously last time we played them at home, we won 2-0. Which, by our standards, under I think that was, was that under Dick Advocate. No, it might have been the manager before. I can't remember if it was Dick or Peril. It was one of the two, I think. Well, under them. I don't know. We've had so many managers recently. They've just all blurred into one unsuccessful blob. And we drew nil nil away, which is poor. Yeah. I mean, for a team that went down. I would have expected us to win away. But um, we went into those games expecting to win both and we only won one, um, which is better than not winning any, I suppose. But, yeah, again, we need to we need the points this season. We need to go for it. Yeah, at the same time, like, the Burnley game away was one of our first games. It was in September and... Then it, the, it was in like January for the home game, so obviously it was at that point again where we're like, looks like we might be going down. Kind of need to put some effort in. Yeah. Um. So this season we have them on March eighteenth at home. So we have them as our New Year's Eve game. So I'm assuming our team will want to give the fans something special for New Year. So we'll go for a win, obviously. Um. <laughs> But no, we've got them on March 18th, so pretty late in the season. If we're, which I'm hoping we're not, if we're going for a relegation battle, we're we're mm-hmm. gonna go into that and we're gonna powerhouse it for the win. I, I also yeah, th- and it's pretty it's pretty possible as well that Burnley will be one of the ones we might be battling relegation with if we are battling it. Yeah. Um, also forgot to mention for Bournemouth that we play them on April 29th at home and November 5th away. So we will work on how they play away and then try yeah. to get that at home and obviously that will again be a relegation battle maybe so key game but, yeah they'll be about mid table but probably. going back to the Burnley uh, game if they're a team we're against in relegation which I'm sincerely hoping we're not because I honestly believe that Big Sam can get us out of the point where we're fighting relegation every year but yeah I would, I would think so too if they're a team we're fighting relegation against that'll make it difficult because Obviously, they'll want the three points. And although I think that they're a lesser club than us, I think that they will go for it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a team that has done well in the Championship this year, but again has lost one of their key strikers. I mean, it's difficult. They'll be it's, looking to make, make big changes in the air. In the transfer window to try and replace Joey Barton. I think that'll be difficult though because a lot of the bigger strikers will be getting offers from bigger clubs, and I think that it'll take someone special to find. Like when I think of special, I think of I think of players like Jan Kirkhoff, and I'm not just saying that because he is a phenomenal player and everything. I'm I'm saying that because. We got him for such a low price from... Oh, he was a gift. Yeah, from a top team. And honestly, 
it's that kind of thing that Burnley will be looking for. We paid less yeah. than a million for him, and he is consistently one of our best players. Oh, definitely, yeah. They'll be looking. Uh, they'll have to have some pretty good scouts out there looking for some good steals. I think as well, like that's where we benefit, is because Sam is so good at knowing where the talent is. Yeah, and that that's even proven. Like we got Jan from Bayern Munich and. Had anyone heard of him before? Not really. No. And he's a world-class well, he player. Bayern Munich. He's a world-class player. He is. So yeah, if we move on to Chelsea, we oh, Chelsea. We have a poor record against them. We do. We um, have lost against them 59 times compared to our 42 wins. And we very mm. rarely get draws against them as well. So... Yeah. It's likely to go either we get three points or we get no points. It's not likely to get a point out of that game. Yeah. Um, last season, they came 10th after a really, really, really poor run with uh, Mourinho. However, yeah, they had an awful start. we were really, really unfortunate that he left right before our away game against them and then yeah. they got back in form and thrashed us 3-1. That was... It, it was... It was a bit gutting, because it, it, it was a game that at the start of the season we were a bit like, we can win this if uh, Jose Mourinho stays. If, if they keep playing this badly, we were like, well, this is a win. But uh, obviously, they managed to get Mourinho sacked, and we lost. However, do you care to explain what happened on our second last game of the season? At home, anyway. I mean, I would, I would love to, but uh, I don't know how much of I can, I can actually remember. Well, <laughs> um, just we, uh, we went down uh, one nil, and then we equalised with uh, yeah. that absolutely beautiful Wabi Kazri goal. Oh, it was, was so good! The most incredible goal I've ever seen in my entire life. Honestly, like when we scored that goal. I thought the guy behind me was going to shove me down the stairs because he was grabbing onto my hood so tightly and he was just like uh, jumping and I, I, I feared for my life but I was also really excited. I think I cried a little bit. I think you did. And then... <laughs> and then, then we went 2-1 uh, up. We went 2-1 up and then unfortunately... No, 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 no. They went 2-1 no, up. No, no, I... They went 2-1 All right. up and we equalised They went 2-1 up right before the break because of really, really poor yeah. defending from us and I think in that locker room I think Sam must have been like you're the better team you deserve to win this and that's exactly yeah. what we did we came back and uh, Barini just got that ball, slotted it into the back of the net 2-2 two -two. it's so beautiful and then we got our moment because Defoe just found the ball at his feet, put it into the back of the net and the noise in that stadium when we went 3-2 up and won the game I think actually the fact that you could, you could hear it over the river yeah, which was incredible yeah, it's, I mean it just shows how much the club means to the fans But I mean you can't hear when there's a concert on, you can't hear it in the town, the fact that you could hear it in the town when we scored against Chelsea is absolutely phenomenal I just think that um, I mean I remember turning to you at the end of that game and going, if I'm correct by the math that I've done, 
if we win on Wednesday. No, wait, no, we relegated Newcastle that match, didn't we? No. No, was it ever? No. It was the oh, Everton. Yeah. It was the Everton. Then, game then I did turn game. to that game and I said, if we win on Wednesday, we relegate Newcastle. The future's in our hands now, and yeah. I think that's the moment that it hit me that we were gonna stay up. Yeah. Because we always knew that, like, if we could get the points, then we could stay up, and it was a hard run. But Everton was always a game where we were like, this is the one where we've got one of the biggest chances. And even because if it had been the last game of the season just, as well. Like, they're mid-table. Exactly, but even if it had been the last game of the season against Watford, we would have absolutely smashed them away if we hadn't played an under-21 team, like a 21-year-old team. And yeah, like the fact that we played a 21-year-old team, which was basically a development squad, and still drew 2-2 is, is something that's yeah. quite... Absolutely incredible. Yeah. So, um, although we often lose against them with large score lines... Um, like I said, when when it counts, we can we can utilize that and we can you know get it done. But we play them at home on December thirteenth, so I'm assuming we want to pick up the points as well because I don't think our players will want to be stuck in a relegation battle at the end of the season, especially knowing that no. Sam knows we're better than that, and so do the fans. Yeah, but. It's a bit difficult because obviously we haven't beat them away in a, quite a while. I think. No, it two? was it was pretty recently. It was uh, in like two thousand and fourteen. Well, still. It was a two. It was a two-one win. It wasn't by much. Yeah, so it's not. It's difficult. It's not really the easiest to beat them away, but May thirty-first is our last game of the season. And it's against Chelsea away, and I think that that'll be a game that we would want to go in, knowing that we've secured our place in the Premier League, because we're not going to get points from that. I don't think it'll be a tough one. So I'm hoping that we will be, you know, like mid-table by that point. Yeah. So hopefully we will, you know, not have to struggle and meet Newcastle in the championship because I don't think they're coming back up um, <laughs> what a nice concept so Crystal Palace as well the only game I'm miss- the only home game I'm missing this season because I'm away um, bit gutting I mean unless dates change and I decide that I don't want you to come I mean yeah but um, <laughs> we have a pretty consistent record against them we've lost 16 times and won 15 and drawn 15 so yeah I mean, it's a team that it can go either way. You go into it on the day and you're like, just have to play as good as we can and try to get the points. It's not as if it's a team we'll go into thinking, you know, I'm not going to win this. I'm not going to get three points, aim for a draw. Um, I mean, we... We drew we drew against them at home. Yeah. 2-2, two, two, which is pretty decent considering... We can't normally score two goals in a game. And we drew. Then no, we we lost, we lost away. We lost one nil away. Yeah. Um. Um. They came fifteenth in the Premier League, so I yeah. thought they were higher than that. But looking at this, it makes sense. But, um. You know, I don't think. I don't think they're a poor team. I just think they're a team that we would go in 
looking for six points. Yeah, I don't think they're not a poor team. It's just uh, one of those games where we kind of need to be on form to make sure we get the points. Um, because we have had even like in recent years, we've had really good games against them where we've won like three one, but we've had games where we've lost four one, and it's like it depends on both teams at the end of the day. And I think that especially because they're one of our first fixtures this season at home, we've got them on the yeah. September twenty fourth, and I think that that again, if we're looking for a mid table finish, is vital that we pick up those points at the start of the season, and I think that. We play them on February 4th away, so obviously we'll be looking for the points in that, but I think we'll want to secure our place in the Premier League by about February, I think. Yeah, I mean, we definitely have to stop leaving it so late to be safe. Yeah. I mean, if we have a game like that, easy, early on, it's going to be really good for us. And I think that... As much as I'd be gutted to miss an absolutely phenomenal win, I think it's one we do really have to look for points in. Yeah, we have to try and get the three points for sure. It's just uh, it's going to depend on depend on both of our forms. Yeah, and I think if we if we go into it having a couple of wins from earlier matches, then I think we can definitely win it. Yeah. Um. But like I said, um, like I said, we obviously want to secure our place in the Premier League as soon as we can and yeah. obviously we want 38 points so that's you know about 13 games so yeah, that'll be about I mean I don't think we'll have secured it by Christmas time but I think we'll want to be well no. on our way by then yeah we can't go into Christmas again being so low down because you go into Christmas and it's like this is a halfway point and you look at it and be like if we can replicate this we're going to be fine or we're going to go down and looking at it at Christmas last season we were absolutely hammered nailing the coffin going down yeah because and it was just by it was just by the fact that we put good effort in that we stayed up we were on about 13 points at Christmas or something like that yeah we're on something like 12-13 points at Christmas and you're like 12 points from half of our games you've got no chance I mean it was very surprising that we stayed up but I'm obviously glad we did but uh, yeah another team that I think we are looking for points against is Everton I mean I know at the last game of the season this year we it was our game to secure our place and more importantly relegate the mags well yeah but it was also everyone weren't really playing for their manager they didn't have anything to play for so they, they yeah. could do that but we've got 71 wins against them and I think that we should add two more onto that this season I mean last year's away game was a shambles 6-2 but again that was awful that was the start of the season wasn't it it was uh, about November, so Big Sam had only just picked us up. Like, we'd had the game that he f- lost at first and we beat the, beat Newcastle. But then it was like it went into a little slump again. Mm. Just while he was fixing the team, he hadn't had any chance to bring in transfers because there was no transfer window yet. Yeah, so he had to work with what he had. He was just working with what he had. Yeah, so that's fair enough. Um, they came 11th in the Premier League, so again... 
not a good team, but not a bad team. Yeah, they. To be honest, they should they should finish higher than that. They're a better team than that. They're classed as one of the like big six kinda, if you want to put it that way. They're normally a pretty decent club, and they just had a bit of a shocking season. Yeah, I I, I think that could be said for a few teams though. Like obviously Chelsea had a pretty bad season, but yeah, I mean last last season was crazy for the amount of teams that underperformed and overperformed. I think though that um. We have had a pretty awful record against them since coming to the Premier League because, like you've noted, we didn't win against them in the, until 2013. Uh, but we yeah. have had three more wins since then, so it's a plausible thing. And yeah, we. Uh, we. It's also like we've had some of our biggest losses against them though, because we had that six-two, and we had a seven-one defeat back in like 2006, I think. Yeah, but I think that which was a pretty big one. I think that obviously this is a club on the up because I think Big Sam is the one to take us to mid table and yeah or you know do a Leicester win the league or something <laughs> <laughs> imagine Sunderland winning the league uh, but no we obviously won 3-0 at home but that was with the thought of relegation spurring us on and I think that we should take that energy and perform the whole season like that because I honestly believe if like we performed the last four home games or like last three home games or whatever if we play like that the whole season I see us in the top ten I can see us making the top half of the table which is one of the nicest images I've had in a while uh, I mean even if we're at the top end of the bottom half I'm not going to be mad I'm going to be so happy just to not be in 17th. Yeah, exactly. I'm sick of the number 17. And I mean, we play them at home on September 10th, so we'll want to replicate that end of season win. And we'll want to, like I said, we want the points and we want to win them as quick as possible. And we play them away on February 25th, so if we are threatened with relegation against a game, we're going to want to win. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it benefits us. I mean, I think that the league fixtures this year are pretty poor. I don't like the fixtures we have, but um, obviously we have to play them, have to deal with it. Um, so Hull are another team that came up. We've beat them more times than we've lost against them. Um, yeah. They came fourth in the championship and came up in the playoffs, which is pretty poor. Made me sad. I mean, I think Hull are a really boring team, like you've put They in. can leave. Why don't we like them again? My, uh, the exact sentence that I wrote in my notes, we don't like them because Steve Bruce is manager and he's awful and we all hate Steve Bruce and they're boring. They're just a boring club. No one likes Hull. I mean... Apart from Hull supporters. Yeah, that's true. But um, oh, there was that whole thing about Hull supporters not showing up to the final. Of Yeah, and I mean, like, as much as it was the big rugby final or whatever it was in Hull for them which obviously it splits people because it's a big rugby city but the fact that a Premier League team or a championship team at the time a promotion game you can't go to Wembley and sell 30,000 tickets is shocking I mean if Sunderland were there and like obviously this isn't a scenario that would ever happen but if Sunderland were there 
and their fans got the whole allocation of Wembley, I can imagine it selling out. When we went to Wembley for the League Cup final, we got our whole allocation for the end, sold that out, and then the majority of the neutral bit, which is meant for like executives and that, most of that was Sunderland fans, because they all found ways to get tickets. The only bit that was Man City was the Man City end. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so... I mean, I said that we have more wins than losses against them, but we have four losses and one draw since 2013, um, which is pretty bad. But we had a run of six wins in a row before that, so, you know, like I've said many times, Arvkat didn't have any passion for the club anymore, didn't want anything to do with us really, and I think that with a manager that really, really believes in the lads, we can do it. I think a lot of the managers that we went through in that period of having a new manager every year didn't really care. It was a job, but they didn't understand the passion for the club. Yeah, and I think and that... Th- getting Big Sam in, who is such a passionate human, is going to be great to try to get us out of these winning rut- uh, losing ruts that we've got against teams like Hull. Yeah, and I think and that especially... Back winning against them. Especially with Big Sam, like, obviously... He used to play for Sunderland and I know that a lot of people that have been at our club in management situations have been involved with the club in the past, maybe as a player or something, but I think that Big Sam understands what it's like and obviously this season he obviously managed Newcastle and they were absolutely horrible to him and he got kicked out and then... And then he went to West Ham and then obviously came to us. But I think that with him managing Newcastle in the past, he understood the passion that the club had. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that that's a big thing as a manager being able to appreciate and replicate how the fans feel towards the club. Yeah, passion can be just as important as the amount of money that you're putting into it. Like, like we saw with Leicester, as long as you've got players that are willing to work and play and players that are passionate about the club they're going to put the effort in and the fact that we've got Sam Allardyce who's got passion for this club and we've got Niall Quinn who is chairman and has had passion for this club for a long time because he played for us for a long time and now he's the chairman you need those people behind the scenes to be passionate as well as the players yeah and I think that yeah I, I agree and I think that again we play Hull quite early in the season. We play them on the 19th at home. 19th of November, yeah. sorry. And I think that... I think, again, like I've said about 30 times this podcast, um, <laughs> that we want to seal our place. And Hull is a team to do that against because obviously they came up. And as well, because we hate them so much, like, because we hate them so much, um, we play them on May 6th and probably going to be a team fighting relegation so I reckon that we will want yeah. to thrash them. Yeah, send them back down. Get Steve Bruce as far away from us as possible. Yeah. Um. So then we move on to League Champions. Um, <sighs> not really much to say about them honestly like no obviously we um, lost 
uh, quite drastically at the first game of the home. season. Oh, not home. Uh, their home. Uh, away. 4-2. Uh, <laughs> away. And we lost 2-0 at home. Um, I thought we did play okay. Uh, we played well against them at home and to be honest, it was too the sloppy only reason that they got those two, two goals was because our defence was awful. Yeah. And I think that um, obviously with them coming first it was expected for us to lose but I don't know how much they can replicate that this season so they might be a team we go for three points against or six points or whatever but mm. I think that we will try to recreate some nil-nil draws that we've had in the past against them. Yeah. Um, we. I was planning to say in this podcast that Jamie Vardy was considering leaving and going to Arsenal. However, that looks like that's fallen through and he's staying with Leicester. But, you know, only time will tell. But um, if they keep Jamie Vardy, I don't see us getting six points. Um, I mean, it depends on how Leicester set up again and how we set up to defend against them. Because if they play the way that they did last year, but Big Sam can set us up in a way that opposes it pretty well, we might be able to do something. But if they just get to run through the way that they did last time, it'll be a disaster. But luckily, like last year we played them, obviously, we played them away, first game of the season, got hammered, and it was really surprising because they were a team that had done really poorly. They, the were, fighting, they were fighting relegation the last year. Yeah. And then they came back to win the league crazy and totally happy for them on that point but yeah you know I think that we don't play them till December 3rd this year and that's our home game so you know uh, we've got time to see how they are playing and also to get ourselves in a good form yeah and we play them away on April 4th and I don't think either game really matters on the time of it because no not really because obviously with Hull and stuff we play them at the end of the season and we hate them, so we'll want to thrash them and hope that they get relegated, but mm-hmm. Leicester, there's nothing really... like. I think a lot of people have a soft spot for Leicester as well, so it's not a team that... W- oh, yeah, I think a lot of people have a soft spot for them just because they did so well last year, and they're a club that nobody expected to do anything ever, other than maybe be a yo-yo club and get promotion every now and then, but then kind of fade into the background again yeah and I think that um, but I do think a lot of people have a soft spot and I think that um, we're not really want we're not really going to go into the match like we are with some others being like I want to absolutely hammer you I want to thrash you mm-hmm. and I want like we'll go in and we'll be like I want the three points but I don't think we'll be like we will towards a team like Hull for example yeah um, but yeah there's nothing really to say about Leicester it's not really relevant no um, I obviously hope they do well again this season but I don't know how well I can see them doing to be fair yeah they might be able to stay in the top half can't see them getting really near top four again nah um, so if we move on from Leicester because frankly it's a team that you really can't determine how they're going to do yeah Um, we move on to Liverpool yeah Um pretty bad record against them I mean you Com- don't say comparing wins and losses we've got 52 wins 78 losses 38 I, draws I think looking at this 
52 wins and 78 losses. I have a feeling that that's our biggest gap between win and loss. I think it's one of our biggest Because obviously sure. Manchester United, we've got a 21 game gap between win and loss, but with Liverpool, that's obviously a 26 game gap, and I think that that just shows um, yeah. how big it is. Um, we don't play well against Liverpool, ever. I mean, they were eighth in the Premier League, so obviously top half of the table team. But um, we lost 1 0 at home. And yes. Again, I'm not 100% aware of which games were under Advocate, but. No, that one was under Big Sam, but it was like. It was. What would have been our New Year's Eve game, but it was like on the 30th. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was before transfer window, so he, he still only was making do with the team that we had. Yeah, 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 I get that. And we. Surprisingly, I remember um, this was February 6th, or it might have been February 7th. Yes. No, six. February 6th, right. because I was away watching it in a hotel room on holiday. <laughs> and um, I remember you texting me because we'd gone 2-0 down and you texted me and you were like, oh my God, we've just come back 2-0 down to 2-2. We've just drawn against Liverpool. It's unheard of. <laughs> we've got a point. Yeah. But I think that uh, obviously that game was very much so affected by the fan walkout on the 77th minute the fans weren't really behind the team for that no definitely not um and i think that um it is going to be a tough set of games we've got them at home on january 2nd which i am taking my cousin to at the stadium light um it's going to be exciting Mm -hmm. i think you'll love it but no, he is, he's not going to get murdered, so it's going to be a good day. Well, I hope he didn't get murdered, considering he's seven. Um, He'll be fine. <laughs> but no, he will get to experience the January 2nd game against them, and hopefully, despite him being a Liverpool fan, hopefully they lose. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to either have a crying me to deal with or a crying cousin to deal with. I don't know which one's harder for you to work at work with, but one of them's going to happen. I reckon that we will be aiming for a draw on that and we've got them away beforehand as well so we can sort of work out how they're working this season because January 2nd is the day after the transfer window opens? Yes. So, like, they won't have made sign-ins or they won't have made signs they can use. Yeah. So, um, yeah, obviously going for draws because they're a team we struggle against but you never know, like, I think that our team's going to be really unpredictable this season. Mm-hmm. But, and if if we're not winning, all we need to do is chuck a beach ball on the field and score a goal off it, like we did that one time, which was the most beautiful experience at the Stadium of Light ever. Um, um, yeah, so, you know, Liverpool, always hard games, it's going to be difficult, but you know, we've got the mentality now. We've not got that mentality of a manager that doesn't care. So we're not going to go into the games being like, yeah. I'm not going to perform because our manager really doesn't give a whatever about us. Um, but we're going to go into the game and we're going to be like, I want to fight for this. I want to win because I want to do our manager proud because our manager deserves that. Our manager cares. Yeah. Our manager's there for us. We are going to actually play 
like we want to. Yeah. Um. So, next we have the first Manchester, Manchester City. Yeah. Um. Came fourth in the Premier League and also got to the semi-finals of the uh, Champions League. Yeah. So, again, phenomenal team. They are very, very good. I mean, I know I'm a Sunderland fan, but I have consistently followed Manchester City because I am a... I'm quite a big fan of some of the players on the women's team, so I sort of keep up to date with what the whole club's doing. And I think that they're a team, they're a team we struggle against, and that much is shown. Um, but no, we, we lost both games this season against them. Yeah. Um, we lost 1-0 at home and 4-1 away. So our 4-1 win was probably, again, one of our really, really bad wins this season. Yeah, not our worst because worst we had the Everton one. Not one, not the worst, but one of the yeah, worst. Yeah, yeah, Um, and that was also um the we played them uh pretty early on, I think. Yeah, and um, we haven't won against them since two thousand thirteen, and we haven't been them away since nineteen ninety eight. So you know, it would be phenomenal if we did. I don't expect it anymore. No, I don't. I don't expect an away win at all. I mean, that's pretty much just off the table. Especially with the fact that like, it's our first game of the season is away to Man City, which yeah. again I'm going to try and make, even though I know we're probably going to lose. But yeah, the only thing I can think of us winning from that is the fact that because it's the first game of the season, um, they're not going to be consistent together as a team. Mm-hmm. And I think that we would we would have to be really on form for that though and um yeah we definitely have to be on ridiculous we form. don't meet them away uh, i mean at home until march 4th so you know we've got time to improve and analyze how they're playing yeah and then we go on to manchester united so obviously the other manchester we mm-hmm. have a pretty poor a uh, pretty poor record against them as well we've got our 21 game difference between our 42 wins and 63 losses and they obviously came yeah. one behind Manchester City this season with uh, them just earning a place in the Europa League mm, I, but they were looking a really good team by the end of the season yeah because especially winning the FA Cup I mean that was because uh, Lee Van Gaal was pretty poor start of the season for them um, Louis, Louis Van Gaal was out before he was out. He was never going to stay after the start of the season that he had. Yeah, and I just think that, um, you know, they've brought in Jose Mourinho now, and he, he he was poor for Chelsea, yeah, but I think that with... I think that with the money and players he has at the moment, he'll do something special with them. I think he can like as long as he he's obviously got his way of running a club and he has to get on with the players for them to see the team and play at all but as long as the really good players you know Marcus Rashford's stay on side he's going to be they're going to be incredible yeah and I think that obviously we lost 3-0 away to them this season and they we phenomenally 
unexpectedly um, drew. No, I got two. Oh no, wait, we did a two-one win. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Um, yeah, so we did better than expected against them. Yeah, and I think that you know, as you've noted here, we in the semi-final of the FA Cup at Old Trafford, Trafford, we beat them on penalties. Um, yeah. Which was our first away win against them since the 60s. Yeah, I mean, technically we did lose the game, but we were the ones who went to the final of the cup, so therefore we win, so it counts in my book. Yeah, so, um, again, I'm looking to replicate what we did at home next season. And yeah. we'll go for a draw away. Um, you know, we ha- like you've noted here, we haven't actually won away against them since the 60s. Yeah, and it's always a really hard game going to Old Trafford. The fact that it's Old Trafford is enough to put you off. Never mind thinking of facing a strong Man United team. Yeah, and I think that um, obviously it's uh, away is going to be our Boxing Day game, so the December twenty sixth. And I think that again that does spur fans on to make it a sp- the the teams on to make it a special game. But I don't think we're going to make it a special game. I think it'll be a loss. It's going to be a really tough game. But we play them at home on April 8th, so again, like I said many times, fighting relegation, it's a game we're going to win. Or we're not going to win, but yeah. we're going to go for the win. Yeah, definitely. Um, And then we've got the team that nobody likes, Middlesbrough. I mean, you say nobody likes as if anybody cares. Yeah. Um, We have... Um, if I have done my math correctly, 17 more wins than losses to them. That is correct math, well done. And they came second in the championship, but they did look like mm-hmm. they were going to win. Yeah, it was neck and neck with Burnley until the last game. L- literally whoever won the last game was the one going first. Yeah, and I think that... um. um Last time we played them, we lost 1-0 at home. And we lost... No, we won 2-1 away. Yeah. So, we've got a good record against them. Uh, And as you said, we have spells of winning a lot and losing a lot against them. Uh, We don't really have anything to go on because we haven't played them since 2012. Yeah. I I think the, the best thing that can come of Middlesbrough with us... With it being the first home game, it's a nice game to start off with. It's a chill game. Because as much as they think it's a derby, we don't. The pressure's all on them. Yeah, and I think that as well, that benefits us because we, we're we going to go in the game wanting for wanting a win. And I think that, obviously, the things happen. Like, things happen where teams flop on the first game of the season, don't do as well as expected etc etc but I think that like you said first home game back they think it's a derby and I think our players will go into it as well with them being a newly promoted team and think okay we need the three points from this because we want to stay up this season we'll just go take them yeah and I think that that will I think it'll happen and I think that as well we play them away on March 11th so if they're a team fighting relegation like I've mentioned with both Hull and Burnley um, if they're a team fighting relegation, then you know we're 
with it with it not really being a derby to us but being a derby to them or I think the players will think of it as a derby I think they will like the, obviously the fans don't but I think the players will and I think with it being our makeshift, makeshift derby this season then we'll go into that game and we'll be like we want them to go out let's hammer them mm-hmm. I mean as much as it's not a derby we definitely still want to beat them yeah. as much as we possibly can but it's just like it's unfortunate for Middlesbrough that they think that we are their derby because they just don't have anyone really around them it's just they have to have someone it just happens to be us feel sorry for them poor wee Middlesbrough I, mean, I wish I wish they had a real derby because they don't experience a real derby they sing about hating Sunderland and Newcastle all they want and we're just like alright that's fair Um. well if we move on from lonely wee Middlesbrough in the middle of nowhere oh just move away from that <laughs> poor Tayside um, we move on to Southampton and yeah. again pretty even win draw loss we've uh, we've got one more loss and we've got 24 wins against them so we've got 25 losses um, we only have 16 draws so it's not it's not normally a game that we draw in it's normally a game we either win or lose um, mm-hmm. we got one of the draws away last season and we got beaten at home which was unfortunate but they came sixth so they did marginally better than we expected them to do oh yeah they've been a much better club than a lot of people expected recently I think though that like like I've mentioned with a lot of teams Southampton are obviously not for the fans but Southampton are quite an irrelevant team for people that don't care yeah and I think that they're not a big name they're not a team you hear about a lot and I think I think them I didn't realise they'd come sixth. Obviously I knew they were doing well, but I didn't realise they'd come sixth and that's just saying something because I know the top five teams in the league. I know maybe eighth, ninth, tenth, but I didn't know that they were sixth, which is just showing like people don't really care about them. Yeah. And we haven't done awfully against them apart from obviously that eight nil loss in two thousand fourteen. Please please don't mention it. <laughs> Um, we've only lost one game since they returned to Premier League but but that was at home again that was pretty early on in the season wasn't it I'm not certain I can't remember when we played Southampton um, probably because of Southampton yeah so we want at least one win this season to avoid relegation but no we play them away on August 27th which again if we can get the points it would be nice but with them being such a high club it's not really a big loss if we don't yeah I think February 11th though for the home game we'll want the points and I think for I think it's realistic to aim for the points for every home game this season yeah we should definitely be trying for them at least I mean I think we can do it but yeah yeah I would agree so um you know, Southampton, pretty relevant club. Club that we could probably get points from. You know, uh, I have something to say about the Stoke games. So we've got 20 more wins than we have losses against them, um, yes. which is pretty phenomenal. Um, they came ninth, and I'm frankly surprised because I didn't think they were that good a club. And you know, 
I've just clearly not been paying attention to many of the clubs this season because I literally didn't realise half of them finished the um, I mean, to be fair, you did start following the league like halfway through the season. I mean, I watched Sunderland games the whole season, but it wasn't really until yeah. I went to the Leicester game, which was obviously my first Sunderland game, that um, I cared. Yeah. And I think... Um, we won against them 2-0 at home, but we drew 1-1 away, but... As much as I hate to say it, we didn't deserve the draw. We got it from a penalty that, you know, we didn't deserve. Yeah. And obviously it was crucial to our season because it was one of the last games. But, you know, it's not really something we deserved. Yeah, it was It was a very lucky draw. Um. We have had a positive record against them though, with only four losses and one loss in a cup since they came back in the 08-09 season. Um, mm-hmm. Aim to get the six points because we can, but definitely. You know, we play them away first on October fifteenth. It's not really a big deal again. Like I said, obviously we want the three points, but it's not a big deal. And then we play them at home on January fourteenth, so we'll definitely be going for the win in that. And I think that going for the win is important because we're wanting to close our season out as quick as possible and we want to get you know mid table this year of course um i think it's i think it's a set of games where we can realistically say we want the six points yeah i do and i think that i think that um swansea is another team where it's realistic to say that yeah yeah i would agree because we've got five more wins than losses and they came 12th and we drew 1-1 at home but I think that was a very disappointing game I can't remember when it was played but it was a game we should have won I think that yeah. we beat them 4-2 away though so which was incredible yeah and I think that um, it's n- it was another one where we went down and came back to win it yeah I think that which is just showing that where it was like our season and our club turning around because like if we went down at the start of the season or if we went down last season it's pretty likely that we weren't going to get anything out of it yeah and I think that um, obviously you have mentioned that draws are the usual results that we get against them yeah but it's a team we should be going for the wins against we play them away on December 10th so it's again early get the three points get the season sealed and done as early as possible yeah. so we don't go into relegation but it's our last home game it's the game we're going to do a lap honour on we're going to want to win it for the fans definitely especially because it's our only home game in May so, yeah. so it's like a big thing it's like the la- it's, a big it's one. the last chance to see them that season and I think that um, obviously this year we had about three home games in me. Yeah, we had we had a lot towards the end. And I think that because we had one on the seventh, we had one on the eleventh, and I think we had one on the second or something. Yeah, they were they were pretty close. I think that um, you know, playing them in the last home game of the season is always going to be big because the team's always going to want going to want to win their last game of the season. And as much as I hate them, I, even though Newcastle knew they were going down, they wanted to give their fans something for their support so they yeah. taught them 5-1 and you know as much as it pains me to say they put on that performance for their fans yeah they did and the fact that 
Tottenham had nothing left to play for really helped them put on a good performance for the fans and it's just like if you're gonna go down go down fighting and they did even if it wasn't gonna mean anything at that point they they still were putting in the effort to try and get wins yeah and I think that even mentioning Tottenham like we've got a pretty poor record against them and I think you know, losses are common for us against them, and it's it's quite phenomenal that Newcastle managed to beat them five one. But you say they had nothing to play for, but they wanted to finish above Arsenal. They didn't manage it. I thought Arsenal had already confirmed their second place finish for the last game. I think game. they played the. I don't know. I'm not sure. I. Don't... I thought Arsenal already had their, their point. I'm not sure. Uh, their place. Anyway. I'm not. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, so Tottenham came third. Um, we haven't beaten them since 2010 and our last away win was 2008 yeah always a game we're going to struggle in um, you said that we're likely to lose at least one game which seems to be the fact that we lost both games this season uh, yeah to be true I think we'll go into looking for a draw like like I said we should be going into every game looking for a win but Tottenham's one of these one of these ones where you just go in and you're like it's not happening yeah, um, especially with our really bad record against them, like we go into them and you always know that Spurs we're gonna struggle. Yeah, and I think you know we play them uh, away on September seventeenth, and as one of the first games of the season, it's not crucial that we get the win, but we play them on January thirty first. So maybe if we've got a solid team by then through the two transfer windows, yeah. we can go for a draw. Uh, I'm not. I'd like to see a score for a draw. Yeah, I'm not. I don't bothered. know how. I don't know how practical it is, but I'm not bothered about it either way, to be honest. Yeah. Sounds bad, but really, like anything other than a loss against Spurs is positive. Um. Yeah, and you know, go for it. Go play your hardest. Just don't get anyone injured or anything. Yeah. Um, and then we move on to Watford, our final game of the season. Um, we have 17 wins against them and 10 losses, so we're pretty good. They came 13th in the Premier League, but I don't think they acted like a 13th place team towards the end. I thought they were quite poor. No, they were they were pretty poor towards the end. They were just looking like the middle of the season where they. Yeah, we lost against them at home, but I could swear that that definitely was one of our first games. Um, I'll have a quick check. I've got it up. Okay. Um, we we drew two two away, and that was with a team that was like twenty one year olds and development. So, I think that that's quite positive for our record against them. We should be going for the six points, and uh, we have to get the draws against them. So yeah, the home game was December. Yeah. So yeah, it was before we could change the club. Yeah, and I think that um, with us playing at home, uh, in December again this year against them, um we really are looking for the win this season or at least the draw but I think we will get the win and I think that um, obviously with them having Pantillon um, you know it's a big thing it's always going to be rivalry yeah. between old players and stuff so it's something that I really want to see us excel in and we have them away on April 1st and I think it I think that it will be a game where we if we've secured our team place in the Premier League for the season after I think that it'll be a thing where we um, 
experiment again if we're not playing for anything because I think that yeah. Watford's always a good place to do that um, worst comes to worst if they beat us they can just call April Fools and give us the win exactly because it's April 1st yeah. <laughs> yeah but no like and with the last two teams as well like we've got West Brom we've beaten them more times than we've lost against them and they came 14th and you know they won away which away games are always hard but we drew nil nil at home and I think that yeah. um, we play them at home first this season we play them on October 1st so it's a pretty early thing like I said get the points get as high on the table as possible um, and we play them away on January 21st so it's not even that big a gap between the games like, no definitely obviously it's two months this, but in, in football that's not much um, it's not long no not at all you said we struggled against them since 2009 and we've only had one win against them and a majority of losses but yeah but I think that if we play like we did at home this season we can get a win and I think that you know like I said we are a much better club than we were this time last year yeah so yeah it's definitely probably a set of games where we should be going for six points and if we don't get all six it's fine because we don't play that well against them, but we should be going for the six. Yeah, it's not as if they're like final late in the season deciders. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do think though, West Ham, West Ham, West Ham, West Ham. Um, last club. They have beaten us more than we have won against them. They came seventh. Uh, you know, uh, it's hard to judge based on stuff like atmosphere because obviously they've moved stadiums, they've moved the Olympic Stadium. Um, but we drew 2 2 at home with them and we lost 1 0 away, so we got a point out of that last season. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you've said that, that we've had a pretty varied record against them recently. Yeah, we're, there's wins, losses and draws all over the place. There's, it's not one of the ones where you go into, like Spurs, where you're like, we're going to lose. Or one that we're going to, where we're like, we're going to win. It's just like, we've just got to see what we can do. I mean, we play them away first. So we play them October 22nd, which, again, is a game I'm going to try to get to because it's a birthday game for me. Um, you know, it's pretty fair. And I think that... Yeah. Um, we play them on April 15th at home so that's our Easter weekend game and if we're in a situation where we need it we'll get the three points I think yeah I think it's another one where we should be going for six points so again I don't know whether I'm being optimistic or whether I'm really judging on the team but most of the teams that we've just well, maybe, discussed maybe you're delusional maybe I'm delusional maybe, I, maybe I've always been delusional but no um, I think I think that with the team we have and the manager we have and the fans we have, we have the potential to not battle relegation this season. I think we're not aiming for anything big, and you can agree with that. I agree. But we're aiming to not be in the relegation yeah. battle. We're aiming for an 11th consecutive season, so, you know, hopefully it'll happen. I mean, see how pre-season goes. We'll obviously discuss that when it happens. Um, yeah. Probably be another podcast out about preseason, like after or before the Man City game on the thirteenth of August. Yeah, it'll be in be- in between preseason and the start of the season. Yeah, and I think that if uh, if I actually end up going to the Man City game, I'll do one on that, and I probably will anyway. But 
you know, um, we'll see. And obviously, to do with next season stuff, Crystal Palace game will have to be covered by Haley because I will not be watching it because I will be away in the wilderness with no internet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I I have good feelings about this season. I think that try obviously trying to get to the heart of the pull away game. Uh, maybe both Manchester away games, both Liverpool away games, West Ham away game, uh, Burnley and Middlesbrough maybe. Yeah. Uh, just a few here and there, and then well, obviously depending on factors out with our control, but uh, get to a few away games and we'll talk about them and stuff. So quite excited for the season ahead, and I know that it doesn't start for another two months. It's like. Yeah, it's two months, three days ago. Yeah. So, you know, I can only feel positive and I think that we need to bring in some players and we need to keep our consistency. But I can see us being mid-table this year. Definitely. So, we'll be back to talk about pre-season in probably just over a month. And yeah. we will embrace the start of the new season. <laughs> So, hopefully better than the last one. Yeah, so we'll wrap this up and we will just say for the end of it that we hope that we can get a win against Hartlepool considering that they are a rubbishy wee League 2 team. And <laughs> if we can't, we really need to worry about the season ahead. Yeah. Okay? 